Welcome to the Western Sports Football Club podcast. We've got three big matches to discuss this week, with two close-fought away matches for the first, and the reserves looking to continue their title bid at Alvington. Don't forget our cup finals this season. On Sunday the 5th of May, the under-18s take on Whirl at Bridgewater Town Football Club, and on Thursday the 9th of May, the first face Merley Cobham in the DPL Cup final. This one is at Dorchester Town Football Club. Please come and support us if you can. It's Thursday the 18th of April and with me on this the eve of the bank holiday weekend in a very busy arrow are Ant Heron and Jamie Burt. So, uh, two games since we last had a podcast for the first team. So we'll go back to last midweek, last Wednesday evening, uh, where we played away at Bridport. And we know what Bridport are like, Ant, especially at their place. They're young side, full of energy and endeavour and good footballers in the side. So you know this is going to be a tough test. Yeah, it was a tough game. I remember, I think last year was 3-1, 2-1, a real tight game. And the week before we played them, I said, well, it was, yeah, it would have been a week. Uh, uh, they, you know, close result to Ham Rec, wasn't it, 1-0. And, and to be honest, throughout the whole game, you know, they had a young lad uh, in centre mid. I thought he was, he was a really good player, wasn't he, uh, redhead lad. Um, so, yeah, tough game. Knew it was going to be a tough game. Um, so it was important to, uh, to start well. And... I mean, the game started at a fast pace, really, wasn't it? And we both sides were clearly going out to win and attacking. And probably the first chance was like Jack Dicker playing a long ball over the top to Josh, who raced onto it and couldn't quite finish. But there were chances, chances, half chances being created at both ends. Yeah, it's good. And I think both sides actually were trying to play football. It wasn't, um, wasn't though the chances were coming from, you know, necessarily lucky long balls or anything like that I thought both sides tried to get in a down I know Dicker played through Painter um, it was actually you know it was a decent ball and um, and yeah plenty I don't know I thought both both sides had quite a bit of pace about it didn't we, we I mean we had um, Callum and Painter either side Murph's quite quick and they had a few quick players well. yeah I don't know what you know their wingers running at you yeah, well, their good. first I mean their first chance came from our corner didn't it and yeah. cleared and they broke and very quick breakaway and crossed the back stick and yeah difficult chance but he maybe should have done a little bit better than to stick it 20 yards wide yeah I mean, I mean, yeah I think maybe if he'd have missed the target by an inch or two it would have been but yeah he should have done better but um yeah we got away with it and um you know no sides were really playing bad I didn't think it was it was just you know 50-50 really all the way through yeah it was a, it was a you know very even first half a good good uh, good for the neutral I think probably after a while, though, the, although the, the play was fairly even, the chances all came from us come the end, and we had quite a few, didn't we? I mean, Callum got some balls in, certainly one to Murphs, and probably another three ball to Josh, where perhaps our finishing could have been slightly better. Yeah, I think so, yeah, like you said. Um, yeah, it, it, it was an odd one, wasn't it? It seems like, because usually we're, we're quite clinical in front of goal, um, and with you know Callum at a few Josh, it, it, you know you, you begin to wonder whether it's just going to be one of those nights. Um, but at least we were creating the chances. If it you know if it had been the other way around, it probably you know a bit more concerning. But um, no, thankfully we um, we ended up taking the league, and it was as we needed a clinical finish. Just before that, though, I guess the chance where we all thought we were going to take the lead was a ball out to the right to Josh, and he whipped it in. Barrett making a great run through the midfield, gets on the end of it few yards out and yeah. it's a funny one isn't it because we'll come on to sat- last you know Saturday's game gone <laughs> and talk about Barrett's finishing but yeah I I, I think I'd, he's one of the best technically like you know can kick a ball in our side and I, I would have put my house on him yeah. scoring that to be honest but um, 
Yeah, I'm not sure what happened. I'm sure he'll blame a bubble, but <laughs> it, he, he missed an open goal for about two yards, didn't he? Yeah. It looked like it from where I was, but I was a long way away. It's it a great run, let me put it that way. <laughs> um, but then, like you say, and the, the goal finally did come, and certainly, like you say, on the in terms of the number of chances created, I think we deserved it. If not on the, like you say, the play was probably 50-50. And... Um, it's a three ball from Callum to well a ball from Callum to Murphs and to be fair it's probably the hardest chance we've had all off do you know what? it's funny when, when we came off um, someone mentioned about Callum having an assist and I thought it was one of those <laughs> where he's basically Jay he, he lays it off to Murph and Murph's like quite far on the right hand side of the penalty box and just drills it far corner Look, do you know one of those assists yeah. that aren't, I'm not taking anything away from Callum the finish <laughs> was un, it was a brilliant finish actually wasn't it he, you know got the ball out of his feet and just drove it far corner keeper had no chance great goal it's difficult in those situations to corner assist I think we've talked about it before I think yeah. I said I, I played the ball I think it was at Portland wasn't it I played the ball down the line to Josh and then, <laughs> yeah. he then beat two players and bent it around the keeper it's like it's, it's a bit harsh you know as yeah. much as I'm claiming it yeah. <laughs> you can't really call it an assist I don't think yeah. I made anything <laughs> Um, I guess, I mean, we had, uh, obviously after Sam Watts' injury, we had Rich Pippen in goal uh, for us, which is uh, a change for, for us and him, uh, something to get used to, but he made a, a couple of smart saves during that first half as well, didn't he? Certainly one at his near post he got up to and one he got down too well as well, so he started well for us. Yeah, I think so, and I think um, I think with Pip, you know, like you said, I know there's chances in the, you know, in the first sort of 10 minutes, but then there was about a 20, 25 minute spell of us sort of dominating and keeping hold of the ball, but when he needed to make the saves he was alert he was switched on and yeah he, he had a good game didn't he his kicking was you know his kicking was good and um, yeah it was, it was nice to have that you know because we do miss you know Swats is a massive miss you know um, and as much as we'd like Murph to go and goal I think, <laughs> I think Pitt's probably a, an able <laughs> replacement yeah okay so we come out for the second half and um, and this was a different half was it we got our heads on this and we dominated this half possession wise we got hold of the ball we created chance after chance which we'll come to but for 40 certainly for the first 40 minutes of it they barely got on a half and they created nothing yeah I, yeah, I, I mean I think um, I think we just carried on playing the way we, we did in the first half but probably with a bit more like biting aggression we started winning all those second balls didn't we properly and and yeah, we just, I don't know, mid, in the midfield actually got the ball down and, and passing it. And um, yeah, it was good. And, and, and like I said, creating, creating lots of chances. It's a shame we, you know, we should have been a bit more clinical, really. And perhaps instead of shooting, playing that extra pass, it, you know, but it didn't look like we were going to lose at any point. There. It didn't, I didn't think we were going to concede. And the, I mean, the chances started to come really thick and fast for a while, didn't they? And you start, I mean, if we could list them all we'd be here all night more or less but um, well, for the very 45 minutes of the half but we did miss them we did um, there was quite a few three balls um, Murph's had a few shots you know he sort of felt a lot easier than the ones he scored there was chances around him we just couldn't take one are you starting to wonder at this point oh god it's only one yeah. we've got to get that second haven't we yeah, I, I expect that as the defence you sort of worry that more don't you yeah, yes. I, I, yeah, do you absolutely. know what I mean I think I think you know, as in mid, I guess in midfield as well. But sort of as a defence, we're watching yeah. chances being missed, thinking we've only got to make one mistake and it's all square. You know? Yeah, it, yeah. And to be honest, you would have had a right to uh, to complain if it did happen. Yeah, we, 
again it just I don't know maybe in that final third something just wasn't clicking like you know Painter, Murph and Callum are deadly usually yeah, I, the I, chances I, were there wasn't it so yeah. something's clicking just the final it was just that final you know we're just well, the hardest bit part of the game as yeah, they say yeah. yeah but it eventually it did come uh, and Mercer's involved again ball into him and he managed to square it before he realised who he was passing it to I think yeah that, do you know what <laughs> yeah I don't think any of us apart from Flem I wouldn't have wanted anyone else to score that last no I'm joking it was, no, it was actually a good move uh, ball clipped into Murph held up squared it and uh, of all people Plumley. just practising for his cup final goal yeah yeah well he needed he gets one a season doesn't he yeah. but um, I mean jokes aside he was in the right place right time and absolutely and yeah yeah it was a good goal that to be honest and so we sort of dominated this half we got the 2-0 up we're still in control we, you know there's no danger in this game at the moment and then out of nothing all of a sudden it's 2-1 yeah that I, I, yeah I, I, I don't I don't I don't know why did Pip clear the ball or something Could he, so. he just cleared the ball and it went straight to me he was just clipped over him from like 35 yards on it yeah. it's actually a good it finish further, yeah yeah but it just shows doesn't it one little one little slip up and, and they were there to, to punish us so yeah made the um, made the last 10 minutes interesting at least didn't it yeah and then all of a sudden of course it's 2-1 again and it just spurs them on gives them a little bit of something to, to play for and just as we're sort of entering the injury time period it, it could have been worse we can see the free kick 20-25 yards out the lad steps up and I thought it was in all the way if I'm honest yeah do you know and it, it was that lad we touched on earlier the, the redhead lad he was, he was having a good game and you just knew as, as a minimum it was going to be a good free kick you, it was going to be on target and yeah Pip was there great save on it it was a great great save so yeah that was a heart and mouth moment but nevertheless we did hold on we won 2-1 I think that was probably a, an entertaining game for the neutral if we're honest about it and I'm sure the fans got their money's worth and, and a very good three points for us. We are happy with that. So on to the weekend then. Um, the reserves are looking to continue their title push and they faced uh, Broadstone at Alvington. I guess the biggest problem for you, Jamie, was that Pip had obviously gone with the first team. Uh, he had a replacement in, lined up and unfortunately his job took priority and next thing you know, JR's stood there in goal as you're kicking off the game. Yeah, um remember JR saying that we we're going to have um, that Matt Olford who played who played earlier on against Cranbourne who was actually he made a hell of a save that game <laughs> and I was like pretty happy thinking oh he's going to be in goal be quite be alright and then he pulled out and JR was like well can't get hold of anyone that was signed on and that can play and so he stepped up himself he, he went in goal earlier in the season I didn't play the game when they lost um, 6-2 to Blanford so <laughs> I was thinking oh this could be interesting but I heard he actually did alright that game and well he stepped up and didn't really put a foot wrong to be fair there we go it's good for the hit um, but uh, the game started and it seemed like Broadstone started the brighter and were, were buzzing around a bit and sort of getting a lot of crosses in yeah the first 10 minutes to be fair we were quite all over the place and they started very positively and they were literally knocking it about and their wide men were pinging in crosses we cleared a few and then a couple of corners and then well from it was either a corner or a free kick I think Joe Jarvis lost his man which he admitted to and just had an easy header to be fair yeah I mean I guess if you're you're facing a 
if you get wind of maybe the fact that the lad in goal is not a goalkeeper, you're going to try and stick balls in there and give him something to do because that's the difficult bit about being a keeper, isn't it? You know, the, the crosses and the one-on-ones and all the stuff, it's just not shot stop. Yeah, yeah, if he's not a goalie, that's exactly what well, I'd want my team to do is get balls in the box and test him early on. But we would have thought we would have dealt with it. Like me and Matty Phillips, centre half, both six foot plus, should be winning a lot of the stuff, which we did. It was just got caught out on the corner, unfortunately. Uh, but it was, a, it was a good header, wasn't it? Or JR told me it was a good header. Was that it was just like adding to it because he was in goal? Um, it, <laughs> it, was e- it was an easy header. <laughs> I would have said it was an easy header. It, it was a free header, unmarked, two yards out. <laughs> okay, and so. 10 minutes in we're a goal down and obviously this isn't great for you know the, the, what we need to do for the season but you sort of continue to sort of struggle to get into it really just not ticking like you have been all season no we, we really couldn't get going to be honest um, I'm not sure part to play was that we haven't played in a couple of weeks which does have a bit of a knock on effect you lose your rhythm and that And but we, I was, we were quite disappointing and we just weren't creating anything, couldn't keep the ball, the passing was sloppy, and we were obviously getting frustrated, and they were growing in confidence through it. And it did take us a while to actually get our feet foot on the ball, knock it round, and then probably the last 20 minutes of the half, we did um, absolutely... Well, we don't think they hardly touched the ball, to be fair. Possession-wise, we were all over them. And I guess that started with a... With eventually, we got the, well, we the equaliser... Uh, and Joe Jarvis was involved in this goal as well. Is it a, a shot or a pass to Stobbsy? Oh, he fluffed it. <laughs> <laughs> he fluffed it and it luckily went straight to Stobbsy. And well, all year he's been finishing him off and finished another one nicely. Good finish to be f- again. Uh, so I guess at, at half time it comes in at 1 0, and obviously they've had the better of the first 20 or so minutes. And once we got the goal, we're on top. So probably, you know, all square, all fair at half time, really. Yeah, I'd say so. Say so they were the better team to start with. The first period of the game, then the second period of the second half, we were the better side. Well, not making many chances, but controlling it, which was a bit more well, well better for us. I'd say. In the game, you know, you got the ball and you got possession. Eventually, you sort of hope if you keep playing, the chances will come. And I guess eventually it did. Sort of twenty minutes to go. Um, Stobsy again involved in this one with a with a run down the line and a pullback. Yeah, Liam on the wing. To be fair, he's class. He's once he gets going and he's on form, he's got the pace to beat near enough anyone in the league on the pace. Cut it back, and there was young Isaac who'd just come on and slotted home for us. That's what we need. So going into two one out, twenty minutes to go. It's a case of stick or twist, and obviously we decided to keep going and put the game to bed. Yeah, that's what we wanted to do, really. You don't say a one-goal cushion. You, you never really know too much, but the two-goal one like kind of killed it for them as well. They, I was a bit disappointed. They, well, I was disappointed, and they would have been disappointed in themselves. I'd say the last 20 minutes, they didn't really do a lot. So they, I think fitness-wise for them kind of prevailed as well. And, well, ours was not the great either. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we looked like if anyone was going to score, we were going to score. And score we did. So Scott Morgan involved again, coming down the flanks this one, and across which the keeper got something on, but not enough. I wouldn't actually. I saw the cross come in, and I thought the keeper picked it up because it seemed simple enough. 
and I remember turning around and having a bit of a fucking moan like had a moan and then next thing I know apparently we scored <laughs> and I was like oh okay Liam stops anticipating the goalkeeper's mistake then very well and, and tidied up the 3-1 so uh, a good result obviously another step on the way the other results from uh, the Dorset Senior League at the weekend were Blanford 2 Corfman and 1 Allendale nil, Tisbury 2 Bevanster 1 Mere 5 and Dort Sports 1 Cranbourne 2 that leaves us on 53 points at the top of the league we have played one game more than Mere who sit on 50 points uh, we have sorry we have played one game less than Mere who sit on 50 points we have played two games more than Tisbury who are on 42 points now my basic maths <laughs> somewhere along the line here uh, means if Tisbury win their games in hand that puts them on 48 points which is 6 points behind you there's 3 games to go sort of feels like four, 5 points would do it so 2 games to go the next game's uh, on Tuesday evening that's um, Tuesday the 23rd placing again at Alvington and that's against Wincanton Reserves 6.30 kick off if everyone wants to come along and support our title push and again it's, uh, I guess it's important to pick up the 3 points in our home game yeah, definitely. So we don't really want to leave it to the last game to win the league. We want to get it over and done with in the next two games. Look to beat Wincant on Tuesday and then go to Allendale next Saturday and get the result there that we want. And then no pressure us on the last game and we can celebrate next Saturday, hopefully. Sounds like a plan, that does. Best of luck with that and where uh, we go. So also on Saturday, uh, the first team made the trip to Wareham Rangers. Um, we know what it's like down at Wareham it's always tough um, I was saying to I think Murphs on Saturday over a long number of years that I've been playing the DPL football it's probably one of the places I've picked up the least number of points in over the years no matter whether they're a good side or bad side we always seem to struggle down there but it's a lovely day on Saturday however the pitch wasn't very nice <laughs> is, isn't it was the pitch always rock hard <laughs> could be any, any any day of the month any, any day of the year it's Bloody rock hard, yeah. No, the pitch was bad, wasn't it? Bobbly, and I think there's some molehills and like, chunks of grass were long. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, we knew we had to um, look after the ball, didn't we? Just by you know after the warm up. But um, yeah, lovely day. Probably a bit too hot for people like me, Wellesley, to be honest with you, mate. But um, but yeah, no, good day for football. <laughs> and I guess maybe partly because of the pitch. I mean, the, the game started and it was a bit scrappy. You know, people were struggling to get on the ball, to dominate possession too much. It was all a bit losing the ball quite often. You couldn't let the ball bounce, could you? <laughs> you go about twenty foot in the air. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. Like you said, just the heat, maybe, or nothing was really clicking through either side. So the first 10, 15 minutes were were pretty much just trying to get your foot on the ball, wasn't it? Yeah. And probably the the first chance, real chance that came along, actually fell to wear, in which. Uh, Pip got a hand to tipping it over the bar. Yeah, good save again. Uh, first thing he needed to do all game and uh, and was there. He's he's a great shot stopper, Pip. He really is. Yeah. And probably about halfway through the first half, however, we did make a breakthrough. Um, Merce picks up the ball in the middle of the pitch and sprays a lovely ball out to Barrett. Yeah, it's a great ball and it's Merce weak foot, so he pings it out left wing and then. Barrett sort of controls it. I don't think he did. I think he did it first time. Oh, did he? First he just, time. But he waited until just... Oh, it was. I mean, going back to his two-yard miss, he lets this ball come across him, and for, I don't know, what was he edge of the box? This maybe yeah, just yeah. in front, just buries it top corner on a on half volley. It's such a good finish, but um, but that goes back like 
and it was no surprise was it because he's no. got that technique with his left foot's a one so um, yeah great. you know first real moment of quality in the game probably the best moment to be honest yeah. Um, and yeah 1-0 and then I guess the, ne- the next thing happened was Ware and picked up a free kick it was sort of out to the uh, their right hand side sort of just outside the box um, I, I guess it's a shot you, you expect say, Pip to save but his handling was fantastic because you know you wouldn't necessarily expect him to hold on to it yeah it, like you say it's one thing getting down and saving it and either trying to push it away from danger or you know but yeah got down to it and just caught it so um, and then it set us up I, I don't know if we counted straight after that but yeah like you know as we said earlier missing swats but Pip has just been phenomenal really since he's since he's come in to be honest and then in the first half so we also had two shouts for a penalty certainly there's one where crossing to the box and Merce heads it and the keeper sort of just runs into him and doesn't get the ball I mean that's got to be a penalty hasn't it yeah I know you can get like in trouble for talking I thought the ref did have a good game he, did, he really did but it's the most stonewall penalty like Merce headed the ball and the keeper's just gone through him and you know don't get me I know if Merce didn't win the ball when they both collided it's nothing but um yeah, if, look, if that was the other way around and the keeper punched it then Murph ran into him that's a free kick and a booking probably yeah. and if a player would go through Murph after he's headed the ball in the centre of midfield it would have been a free kick but yeah I mean don't get, I can see why it would have looked like a, a, a real sloppy pen to give but it, it, it just he didn't win the ball when he collided Murph so yeah it was a shame that and I guess the other one was Henry had the ball was, although he was running away from goal he was still easily inside the box and he just got a great shove in the back I mean Fair play, well, say fair play, but fair yeah. play to him for trying to stay on his feet. But if he'd have gone down, he'd have got a penalty, wouldn't he? That's it, isn't it? You know, it's about morals. Like, yeah, it's, it's a shame, isn't it? Because to go, you shouldn't have to go down to get a penalty, should you? It should just be, um, yeah. I, I know. It's. I guess. I guess by staying up, though, you're you're just giving that ref any seed of doubt not to award it. So, yeah. What do you do? <laughs> Well, fall over, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. It's how diving started, isn't it? Anyway, so the, we get to half-time. Um, we're 1-0 up. Um, it's not really been much goal-mouth action as such or chances, but I guess we've sort of been on top in the half. Yeah, uh, yeah, we were in complete control, really, by now. We, um, Flem was having a good game in midfield, um, just sort of winning the ball back for, for me and Hen. And, out wide we were keeping it creating chances it, it, you know it actually settled a bit didn't it we, we really did get our foot on the ball so we did start to create chances in the second half I mean the first one the first major one I guess was again Barrett down the left pulled it back to Josh who had a touch should he have had a touch now I was about to say do you know what usually Payne just better he, he had kind of almost there's no excuse he he fluffed up having an open goal but he almost had too much time if it would have been if he'd have had a bit of pressure he'd just hit it first time and tapped it into an open goal but he he took his touch having another four and then and then yeah he should have just done what he'd normally he'd instinctively do and just hit it first time but Uh, so we missed that and then and then we did get on our second goal the vital second goal and again very similar Barrett down the left, pulled it back to Merce, and this time he did it at first time. Yeah, yeah, he's, he won't miss that, Murph. Um, it was a nice controlled finish, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was literally something like, you know, as a FIFA player, Jay, sort of <laughs> one circle it was. You know what I mean? It was just a little finesse in the corner. Um, yeah, it, 
and, and do you know what usually to be honest with you, he's, he's pretty deadly in those positions isn't he so it was no surprise to see him score it but it, it really was just a, a really nice finish and then what would have been the biggest surprise of the day ball into box and for some reason Scott Smith still up there yeah I don't what was he still up there I'm then? not really sure <laughs> it must have been a corner or something it must have been um <laughs> But yeah, the thing is though, in the air, when the ball gets to Scott's head... It didn't go to his head, I'm Yeah. Uh, and he'd had a skin fall the night before, so <laughs> I'm not sure. I, maybe he's just a bit lost. Wandering <laughs> around a bit dazed and confused, maybe. And then, I mean, it's almost like a little history repeating itself, this. Five, ten minutes to go, out and nothing again, where am I back in the game and it's 2-1. I'm trying to remember the goal. Mm. What happened? I think they sort of broke it, it's a ball into the box. I mean, he finished it well. It was a volley into the yeah, far corner. Oh, right, yeah. But I'm not sure we, we should have let it get to that that stage. Now, it was a bit sloppy, cut in, didn't he? Yeah, I, yeah I, we, had to, we, we made a few subs, didn't we? And I think Flem dropped into the centre-back. Dicker was injured, that was it, yeah. So it kind of offset the rhythm slightly. And, yeah, Port, it's annoying, isn't it? We, we, we're usually quite good at with clean sheets, and it's just a... It just goes to show, you make a mistake and you're going to get punished. And then one, another final chance is very similar. Andy, I think you played a ball into Harry and he did take it first time, unlike Josh, but the result was still the same. Yeah, I regret every second of passing to Harry there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, the thing, no, it was the right decision, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe Josh was right to control it and then get tackled instead of balloon it. I, I think you've got to get your shot off. Yeah, I... I, if you don't get your shot off, you're not going to score. Did it even bubble? I couldn't. Yeah, uh, yeah it must have bubbled, mustn't it? Because he, he would score that. But, I mean, no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> he did try and smash it from about five yards. Okay, and the game finished 2 1. Um, and it was two games that followed a similar pattern, really. Two games that we'd sort of dominated, had enough chances to be comfortably clear, conceded a late goal with five or ten to go, and not ended up hanging on, but yeah. we made it difficult for ourselves, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's a shame really because you know throughout parts of the season we we put sides to bed comfortably and um, and yeah, just making it a, a bit hard for ourselves when we don't really need to with sloppy goals. But um, but then again, you can't you can't win comfortably every time, I suppose. So at least it was another three points. And two games this weekend coming up. Home to Bolty, who are obviously a very good side, and away at Parley. That's going to be a tough game as well. Um, so Saturday and Monday, I mean, it's a tough weekend for us, isn't it? And it... Yeah, Bol- Bolty are always good. Uh, they beat his last game of the season last year, didn't they? I know it was away, but um, yeah, Bolty, good, you know, good side. And again, Parley, you, you never really know what they're going to... You know, they, they, they but you t- know you're in for a hard yeah, game. You, know, oh, you definitely know you're in for a hard game, but you know, some, some weeks they're... You know, picking up great results and then other other weeks it's a result that you wouldn't expect them to lose type thing so um, yeah won't be nice on a, on a bank holiday Monday for sure certainly curtails, curtails our social activities this weekend anyway so other results on the weekend was Blanford 1 Bolty 3 Bridport 2 Stone Newton 3 Hamrek 2 Swanage 0 Holt 3 Cobham 3 Parley 1 Gill 1 Shafter 4 Dorch 4 and Sherbourne 2 Corf Castle 3 that leaves Hamrek top of the table on 74 points they played 29 games second on Murley having played a game more on 69 points and we are third we've played one game less than Murley and uh, sorry we played two games less than Murley and one game less than Hamrek and we have 66 so we are three points behind Cobham and eight behind Hamrek so 
second place is all to play for if we can continue our winning run with a very difficult weekend coming up. Okay, the under-18s haven't played for a few weeks. The only game they've got left is their cup final, as we mentioned earlier. It's on Sunday the 5th of May at Bridgewater Town FC. If we could all get out there and support them, that would be fantastic. Um, just a couple of other little things before we go on. I guess, just, just from the weekend, one thing I wanted to say. Did anyone see Anthony Knockhart sending off for Brighton? Was it a late challenge? It was a bit of a wild, yeah, frustrated yeah. lunch. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's almost like a double red card, isn't it? Just, just because it's pure, the pure intent. Yeah, he, his head's clean off, isn't it? Um, I mean, what were they? I don't know what the score was at the time. They were two 0 down. Only two 0 down. Yeah. He's an angry man. Yeah, it was. Can you get? I know. I know because the ref dealt with it. But can, can you get any extra day? No, because the ref dealt with it. Yeah, not good. It's assault. But if you, it, is, it is assault. If, and if you're 2-0 down face in a big relegation battle, the last thing your manager wants is you to be suspended for the last three games of the season. You know, it's not helping the cause, is it? No, like, it's, it's a stupid challenge. He was, you can tell he was frustrated. We've all been there. But he's now kind of... Um, I'm just going to swear then. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, messed his team up, I should say, for the net for the few fixtures that are remaining because they're, let's say, Cart they lost to Cardiff again, didn't they, the other day, and they're right in the mix now and they are struggling. I think they got like they got Wolves away this weekend or something. Yeah. They're they're not the most they're the worst form team in the league. Aren't I think they? Car- yeah, I think Cardiff have got a very very tough run there. But we'll see. <laughs> anyway, so we'll go back to last night. There was some Champions, there was a couple of Champions League games last night. Um, Jamie, you were obviously emotionally invested in one of them. Just describe your emotions as Raheem Sterling stuck that ball in the back of the net right at the end. Um, I admit I had a bit of a tantrum. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A few things did fly across the living room and a lot of C-bombs were dropped quite loudly. So then tell us about your emotions 30 seconds later when the little VAR check sign came up. At first, I couldn't really, didn't know what was going on because I was just so annoyed. And then went to this VAR and then saw that it was offside and, and then I was just shouting, <laughs> you, screaming, so happy. Were you more relieved than Christian Eriksen? He's so reliable on the ball, isn't he? He was the one that I was C-bombing about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he owned up to it afterwards, but I guess it's easier to own up to when you've got away with it, but... I mean, I mean, I was watching it as a neutral, probably like you were, but it was the VAR thing happened. There was still two, two and a half minutes left, and I still wasn't putting it past City to score again. No, no, you just, you just know that they, they'll create a chance. That you in like Aguero, like that one chance. It's just they're so clinical, aren't they? They're so, so yeah, clinical. Classic. I feel sorry for you at the weekend, but I think, <laughs> I think that might be. Uh, I must bad. admit though, I was, I was a neutral up until. Lorente's goal maybe just before and then I, I, I really wanted Spurs to win I'll be on yeah the, come on used to be a Tottenham fan anyway remember you were a Tottenham show. <laughs> they, um, I think uh, that is such an achievement for Spurs like I haven't spent in two transfer windows and to, to do that against let's be honest it, that's not good enough for Man City is it quarterfinals in Champions League they got the best squad in Europe by yeah. a country mile their money's infinite they, they can just do what they want they're such powerhouses and well you got the best Asian player ever mate oh mate <laughs> I love Son so much <laughs> better than Jisung Park yeah, yes <laughs> yes he is <laughs> okay fair enough um, I mean we've, we've asked this question on here a few times about whether City would do the quadruple or 
you know, who's going to win the league, City or Liverpool. But I mean, should the question be now, or should the question have been some time ago? There's a double on for Liverpool here, isn't there? League and Champions League. No. <laughs> and, and the voice of reason. <laughs> yeah, I think I think for how good City are, it kind of has helped Liverpool in a way where. I mean, most people aren't expecting City to slip up, and you know, and win, you know, all the talk was about the quadruple, but they can beat Barcelona definitely. They really can. Yeah, Liverpool going forward are, are probably maybe the best in the world this season, attacking wise. Three in the world, in the yeah, at the moment, yeah, definitely. But Barcelona, like if you did watch the game, Messi the other day. He's just outrageous on how good he is. Do you think they'll come unstuck in midfield when they play Barca? Do you reckon that's the only area where you think? Maybe. Maybe. OK, then go on, then. Now your colours to the mass. The Champions League final is going to be between... Tottenham, Liverpool. Tottenham. Oh, Barcelona. I'm with Tottenham, Liverpool, I think. There we go. So there we go. Okay, there we go. Right, just a uh, final question, just to finish off then. So, if you could choose one musical artist to marry, but you could never listen to their music again, who would it be? One musical artist to marry, but never listen to them again. I mean, you could take one. You could take one for the team here, and you could take one for the team and say Ollie Muirs or something like that. Or <laughs> I mean, any girl band probably. Uh, Ariana Grande. No, I think I agree with that actually. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with Happily. that. I've no idea what she looks like, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> or any of her songs. So there we go. Okay. Thanks for listening. Join us again next week when we will have a multitude of matches to discuss. It's going to be a busy few days over the weekend. Please come and support us if you can. We're available on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and all the major podcast providers. Please get in touch. Use the hashtag WFCPod on Twitter if you can, or contact us via other social media outlets. Just a reminder: if you're listening to us in time, we play Balti Sports Alvington on Saturday, the 20th of April. It's a three o'clock kickoff, and away at Parley Sports on Monday, the 22nd, also a three o'clock kickoff. The reserves face Wincanton Reserve at Alvington on Tuesday the 23rd in a 6.30 kickoff. so please get down there and watch the push for the title if you can I'd like to thank Jamie Burt and Ant Heron for their time this evening and of course to say good luck for all our teams for their games over the coming weekend thanks for listening <laughs>